Are you listening? Damn. Welcome into another episode of Crunch Time. I'm your host, Joe Hamilton, alongside Weezer Weir and Luke Cash Pearl, coming to you from the King Weez Production Studios. What a huge week for St. Louis sports coming up. Um, boys, how you doing? Good, Other Joe. than... Other than my name becoming Larry, I am doing well. <laughs> Joe, uh, Joe, we're pa- gonna are we gonna blow the lead here? I mean, you want to talk St. Louis sports when the highest rated podcast that we've had is Joe has a date, and now you just want to skip over the 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 recap, huh? Let's not. Okay, I'm not. Well, let's just she, let's just put okay, it. She had to work. The okay, heavy that's... the heavy money favorites was Joe doesn't have a date. And guess what? Joe doesn't well, have What do you date. mean heavy money favorites? Well, there's a reason why that podcast was like, Joe has a date? Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. Because no one actually thought it was going to happen. And all the money. Like, if you bet if you bet 10 bucks on you to have a date, you're going to get like 10 cents in return. You had to bet 10 bucks to win 10 cents. Those odds aren't great. Was that coming out of the Arkansas Casino? Uh yeah, that's over uh FanDuel Sportsbook is where we got. That. Oh. There we go. Joe looks like he's sad. No, I I'm not. I just don't know why we got to go into it. Well, Joe, understand Joe, why in a way. Well, but... you got to give it what the people want. No well, one wants to well... listen. Listen, your your sports stakes are hot garbage. <laughs> They're not great. <laughs> you you got on the you did another Facebook video last yesterday and you know, minute long. Joe here. <laughs> and all you said was, "I'm going to the game." Hey, a little boy, humble no, break. No, no, hey, boy, um, uh, and then you just said, "So you know, one of you, my one of our friends, uh, Brooks, that we play that I play online with, he like the first time I did a video. I kid you not, he sent me a you know, remember the uh, what what was it? The OJ Simpson. Hello, Twitter world. Yeah, yours truly here. <laughs> he oh, sent me. He you sent, sent me, a. You sent an OJ like uh, video where you were like giving an update on the Blues game tonight, and you have no facts. You don't have any stats. <laughs> you just say, you know, the Blues don't play that well. I have no, no stats no, to back no. this up. I didn't I give said you the any. Blue, hey, can you listen? I said the Blues don't play well against Arizona. Arizona seems to have the Blues number. They're thirty-one and twenty-one all time. You did not Arizona. say that. You did well, not no, say no, that. No, 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 no. Didn't, you didn't say that in the video. I know Somebody. I didn't. Posted that no, stat. I know Someone I posted that stat Weez, in the video. You're not listening. This is, no, know. you're not listening. What I said, your your takes are hot garbage. Nobody wants to hear you just say, "Oh, this could be a tough one. We don't play well." No. They want to hear about your date. No, so, or lack thereof. <laughs> lack thereof. Well, so, you know, going in, go ahead, Luke. Go ahead. We for one hear that she had to work. Yeah, and two, you try to maybe allegedly, set up, allegedly, allegedly shut try to up. Set up Allegedly try to set up a first date a again. Second first date. And guess what? She's leaving the country? Yeah, okay. To go, to, to go get some hot Mexican dick. Okay. Yeah, she's going to Las Fuentes for dinner tonight. That's her going to Me- Mexico. Oh. Okay. She's not going. She's just avoiding Joe. No, she's leaving for Dallas. She's actually going with her parents to Mexico. Picture so, that it didn't happen. So so Joe's not getting that first date for another two weeks at least. 
Yeah, how long is she going to Mexico? You said the 18th. She's yeah, not she back to the, back 18th? to the 18th. Yeah. That's 13 days. That's two weeks from now. No one goes to Mexico for two weeks. Boom. How did I call that? I called that with <laughs> no facts, like Joe Hamilton. <laughs> but it is what it is. I'm not. Uh, it, it, I'm not even going to go there with you guys because who knows? She might listen to this. And if she does, well, I'm not going to be the one to Now's get your out. time. Now's your time to like shoot a little game. If she's listening, send her a little message. What do you want to say, Joe? Hope we can meet up soon, you know? Just get to know each other. Uh, maybe have a drink or two. Maybe a margarita. I don't know. Um, like they have in Mexico, right? Yeah. I had one recently. Speaking of margaritas, I had one or a couple of them at um, El Magüe over there off of Baptist Church. I, have you been there, Weiss? I haven't been to that one, but I've been to El Magüe's. What you do you think it. of their uh, margaritas? They're they're pretty good. What about you, Luke? I got a question. I got a question. Yes? Shoot back at you. Did you just say you had two drinks? Yeah. So you hit your limit of two drinks while you're at margaritas. No, well, margaritas margaritas are stronger, okay? It's not like beer. Are these, are, were these like you, virgin margaritas? No, no. <laughs> Oh man, Weez, if you don't use that as a as a drop, I don't know what's wrong with you. But uh <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the title of this episode, Two Virgin Margaritas. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness gracious. Oh my gosh. Um <laughs> Joe, Joe, uh, just you know, let's just you know, you know do early Joe knows just to see what alcohol goes into a margarita. Tequila. Um, what what else? What else do we put in there? Uh, depends on what what flavor. Some some have strawberry. Some like the uh, uh, what what is the other like? What is the main margarita called? Like, what is that stuff besides uh, tequila? Well, that's what we're asking you, Mister. I, I had you, two of them. Aren't you an expert? I'm You're not truly an expert. here. Coming on, I just had two <laughs> margaritas. <laughs> they were I'm delicious. Not, Don't know I'm what not, was in them. <laughs> Hopefully the blues play well. I'm Talk not, to you later. <laughs> I'm not an expert on margaritas. We got That's triple what, sec. You're more a triple sec. Go ahead. You got uh, you know, lime juice. You know, margarita mix. If you want to be lazy about it, I want a margarita now. Okay, boys. It does sound pretty. Two forty-five on a Tuesday afternoon. Let's go. A no Tuesday? one's listening to this. <laughs> Luke, Tuesday. Luke, did you? Two o'clock. Uh, do they have those? Do they have margaritas up at Shrewsbury? Can they make you I one? I'm, I'm sure you could probably get some type of margarita up there. I, I've never asked. I had one good drink, though, last week. So I didn't drink while I was bowling, but I had a little bit of a, a wait because we had to wait for some guys to get done um, well after we got done because there were only two on our team last week. So we got done early. And so we were waiting. I was like, you know what? I'm going to get a drink. There's actually a um, some type of. Uh, I guess you would call it like a uh, St. Patrick's Day type drink. I forgot exactly what was in it, but it was something to do with a leprechaun. Uh, it was so actually named, good. Was, was it named after you, Larry the Leprechaun? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, how do you know? Luke the Larry Leprechaun. Well, Luke, I mean, here's the difference. You don't wear any green. Oh, like, fuck you, Joe. I don't no, even know. Okay. The outfit he's wearing now has every fucking color in the no, rainbow I mean, in it. I mean, straight green. That's, a, that's that? an actual rainbow. 
He's got a rainbow shirt on. He's got cardinal hat, old school cardinal hat. He's got plaid shorts and he's got red shoes. Yeah. I never understood the red shoes. I mean, they're they're stylish, but you gotta you gotta match a little bit there, man. I wear red hey, shoes all the time. I'll, I'll be wearing black shoes when I bowl, so it's not like I'm wearing them all day. Uh, but who knows? You know, yeah. Luke. Speaking of shoes, you you brought that up, and it makes sense to ask. But why do they make bowling shoes like house shoes look like cl- the worst looking shoe ever? Like I, I don't quite understand it. Uh, I mean, you're not there to go. No, uh, but uh, at the walkway. same time, you, you don't want to look like a clown either. Well, well, clowns wear clowns wear bowling shoes too. So, you, you, why are you outcasting them, Joe? They make house shoes because one, they're probably cheaper to buy. Mm-hmm. Two, they stand out. So if people try to steal them, you can see them on their feet. There's like a probably a whole science. They're easy to clean. Probably the mm-hmm. materials they're made of. It's like. Hard rubber, yeah. Hard rubber. So, uh, depending on the shoe, I mean, some might be a little different, but the basic ones you see are just some type of like hard rubber, and uh, yeah, not not very hard or difficult to recognize. Well, see, as... this is exactly why Joe should not be directing this ship. Here we are. He's just trying to get far away from his no date as possible. And no, here we I, are. Listen, he I'm brings not up talking, bowling shoes. I'm not on a on a non bowling on a non bowling podcast where we just did hey, a bowling hey, podcast. Hey, hey, so you could have brought up a shoe question there. There's so much going on this week in sports. You have opening day. You had March Madness. You have the best sporting competition of the year, in my opinion, the Masters. And Joe's like, you know, I've always wanted to know this. Luke, let me ask you. Yeah, no, no, um, since Luke why, is on why, here. Why are their bowling shoes so no, ugly? Okay, so there's more of a wide range with the show than the USBC podcast that we have to Well, no kidding. Point. That's a bowling show. So, so. There's a reason why you talk only five words on there, so we don't get <laughs> dragged down fucking. How come the shoes are so ugly at bowling alleys? <laughs> this is why we don't let you talk. Shut up. Shut up. But. You know, what's this girl's off. name? Uh, Lily. Lily, if you're listening, you're probably not. You're probably you're like, this is what this guy does. All right, <laughs> delete, delete, delete. But if you're still <laughs> listening, make sure your shoes aren't ugly if you go on a first date. No. By the way, there won't yeah, be just a first don't wear, date. My, my suggestion <laughs> is don't wear bowling shoes on the first date, or don't go bowling. Period. Because Joe will make fun of your ugly bowling shoes. No, I mean, but knowing how well he bowls, you'll probably beat him. One oh nine. Come on. You could be 109. My worst game last week is a 125, but we'll, we'll go. To- what was your best game? 127. My best game was a 183. So listen to this. I get a phone call from Joe on like Saturday, and he's complaining because he shot a fucking 125 the last game. I ask him what his other two games are. He goes 150 something, 180 something. I'm like, so you're, what was your series? And I told him to divide it by three. He averaged like 150. I'm like, and your average is what? 146? 148. Bullshit. 148. It's so not average... 148. Your average keeps going up, and all the scores you keep telling us no, are going I, down. No, Weez, I'm telling you exact scores, dude. So he, he was over average by almost 10 pins the first game. He was over by, like, over 30 the second game. And then the last game, he happened to be, like, 30 under. So he was over average for the three games. Okay, I'm like, bullshit, Joe. He just wanted to call and talk to you, Luke. He missed you. 
he, he's he, like, he, Larry, I need you to, I need you to comfort <laughs> me here. <laughs> I got stood up on Thursday. I'm never going to meet her. And I, I, I'm stuck with these ugly bowling shoes. I'm going to be, I'm going to be drinking virgin margaritas my whole life. In, in clown bowling shoes. Larry, can you help me? (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, man, man. But it is what it is. You know, sports cliche. There it is. You gotta, you gotta take things as they come. Weez. Cliche number two. Good Lord. (laughs) Add a third one. Come on. That should be a drop right there. I know. Third one. Take things. Come on. Here's a guy. Yeah. Here's a guy that's gonna be single for a while. <laughs> Unless Luke answers my call. Yeah, sorry, I almost had to sneeze and it wouldn't have sounded good. <laughs> there comes the Joe Blow. Right Do there. they not teach you any? Look, stop telling people you went to the broadcast center because I went there, and you make me look bad. There's a whole little mute button. They actually in the industry call it a cough button. This sneeze button. If you have I, to I've sneeze never, or cough, Weez, I've never had to sneeze during a show ever. Well, like, but don't they? Train I don't have that fast. Here's the thing: I don't have that fast of reflexes to do that. It, it's tougher for me because I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm holding in the sneeze. I gotta go over here because I don't want the mic to. Obviously, it's probably you're, gonna. You're, Joe, I'm gonna tell you my observation here. Looks like you're holding that microphone into the arm or the hand that you're about to blow your nose into. No. What's that right hand doing? And if you mic. if you would just spend the fifteen dollars that I told you to get a mic stand, we wouldn't have this problem. Yeah, I know, man. I know, I know. Um, but boys, opening day, like we talked about, what Here we go. what <laughs> what are your favorite opening day memories? Opening day. Yeah. Please go ahead. What's your favorite opening day memory? Oh, I don't know. I have so many. My opening days go farther back than yours. Not by far. They probably go back to when Joe was born. Yeah. At least. I believe my first opening day that I attended in person was 1990. Okay, so before I was born. Ozzy Smith out there doing backflips to take the field. That was my favorite. My favorite part is the Clydesdales, in all honesty. I love the Bud Weezer Clydesdales. The Bud Weezer. The Bud Weezer. That's so awesome. you're just gonna patent the Clydesdales now? Hey, you know he is I Mr. Do what I do. Yeah, he is Mr. SDL. So, Mr. Three One Four. Have you ever met a Clydesdale? Have you ever petted one? No. Yeah, I got to you know walk. My my old role when I was with the Cardinals, like my opening day, I would be in the tunnel, right, just gathering stuff, and then the Clydesdales are just sitting right there, and it's just like, oh, that's pretty cool. And, you know, went up, petted him. You know, Tony LaRusso loves them. You know, he loves animals. So he was just, like, petting them. They were licking them. They're like, you know, and I've met them in other occasions, like private parties and stuff that, you know, people bring them around. And they get a little friendly, man. One was, like, sniffing me like a dog. It was, like, giving me little licks. I'm like, this is creepy. (laughs) But, yeah, they're huge, too, man. Yeah, they are. I've seen them at, I think they had them at, um, the Budweiser plant. Yeah. They call it. They yeah. call it a, a brewery. Brewery. Sorry. I said plant. The brewery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I was do- going off a whim there. Uh, but at the brewery, yeah. I, I got a tour a few years back. and uh, Yeah. Well, that's part of the free tour, as you can yeah. see the Clydesdales. If you come to St. Louis, 
go check that out. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember back in the day, they give you two free beers, but back in the day, it used to be pretty much all the beer you wanted. It was great. Right when I turned yeah. 21. And then they kind of, I guess maybe I was the problem. But no, I had a friend that was a tour guide, and he would uh-huh. just be like, once they added the two beer limit, they'd be like, okay, look, he's with me. They would just continue to give me free beer. That's awesome. <laughs> yep. But another cool opening day. <clears throat> this was, um, I was at, uh, it was it was Hot Shots downtown. Mm-hmm. There used to be, it's, I believe it's where the Angry Beaver is now. That's what they call it. Oh, those. so right by the Dobbs and everything? Yeah, it used to be Hot Shots. And I was there for an opening day. And I was just there with friends, didn't have tickets, you know, down for the festivities. We were drinking. All of a sudden, the Clydesdales show up. After going around the, the stadium, they just pull up. And the wagon actually plays Here Comes the King. It's like, dun, 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 dun. And they stopped, and they actually poured fresh Budweiser brewed that morning out the back. Like, some of the wa- uh, one of the wagons has a legit tap on it, and they poured. I was talking to the guys, like, yeah, this was freshly brewed. It was the freshest Budweiser I ever had, and it was delicious. Dude, that's awesome. That's an opening day memory. Which I mean, I got so many. I've been to so many. I've worked some. I've drank. I mean, I always go down if I'm not if you know before I was working, I'd be down there drinking. I'd go as a kid. I remember sitting in a few rain delays. I remember as a kid, I cried, and I think this is why they kind of switched. I think I was maybe no. It was ninety. My first one was ninety one. I was going to opening day. Uh, and I was so excited and it snowed and they postponed the game and it wasn't the, like they have now where the, like the next day is the makeup day. Mm-hmm. It was just like my tickets became no longer opening day and I was so sad. Dang. I have sad memories. I remember Wainwright and Rock. Wainwright, to be fair, great pitcher, not a great opening day pitcher. Look at the stats. Which he's, isn't, aren't they having them opening day this year? Yeah, so, I mean, if you're a gambling man, like I tend to be. Bet against, bet against I, them. Well, they're playing the Pirates. I'm just saying. So, could just, be. I mean, the Pirates, Joe could play for the Pirates, I think. I probably could. No, you couldn't, Joe. As long as you're batting left-handed. Because we all know you have your peripheral. Well, you can't. he can't even mute a sneeze button. How is he going to play baseball in the major leagues? No, that was a spur-of-the-moment thing. I, I mean, usually on top of those. And plus, I've never had to sneeze before on this. But um, Joe's never on top, just so you know. Power bottom? <laughs> is that some inside information that you know? How do you know this? Uh, I don't know that. <laughs> yeah, Luke, know that. What is your... Uh, <laughs> Luke, as I reluctantly ask you, Luke is turning now. so red right now because he might have just let the cat out of the bag that he knows a little too much about Joe's power bottom. Yeah, why? why power would you top. Know, over how here. would you know that? We, uh, Luke, I don't know that. I just, I just said something. That but you said it funny. so convincingly, like you knew so, it. So, 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 I got to question you here. What, what, what makes you say that with all certainty? Springfield just got uh, a lot more interesting, didn't it, boys? I'm not oh. in his room, so I'm good. Yeah, I'm. We're not roommates, so we're good. But you're rooming with Bill too, so well, yeah. Not, nothing's going on there. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Luke, what's your opening day memory? Do you have one? 
I really don't have an open day memory. I have a closing day memory, but not an opening day memory. Okay. What do you want me to tell my closing yeah, day memory? Might as well. Might as well. I mean, it's it's baseball week, man. Okay. Well, I mean, mine mine was actually a, a kind of a rain delay uh, postponement as well. Uh, I was at the what would have been game number four of the 06 World Series. Uh, first game back in St. Louis. Um, or was it the no, first three game? No, three was here. That would four, be game three. Four became the rain out, and then five became four, and four became five. Yeah, so I was at that one. Uh, get, that's it, the one we wanted in. Yeah, so we wound up having a downpour on the what was originally the scheduled date for the game four. And they end up having a, a weather delay that turned into a postponement. So all of us that were at the stadium, they made an announcement on the loudspeaker saying, your guys' tickets are good for this day. And in the meantime, they that was a few days later, and they played game five as scheduled, which then became game number four. And I believe they changed the rule after that because there were so many people that were yeah. upset that they had game five tickets that became game four. That I believe, like, yeah, my your tickets my dad, now are, are just game four. You have game four tickets. Whenever they play game four, that's what you have. Yeah. So my dad actually, at the time, his boss is the one that initially bought the tickets. Okay. So my dad buys those two tickets from his boss, who then, when that happened, tries in turn getting them back from my dad, and my dad goes, "Hell no, we're going." Yeah, Larry said no. Yeah, Larry said no. The real Larry says no we're going and uh we end up going they clinch it on the new scheduled game five and uh we're at a clinching game that's the second time my dad's been at uh, a clinching game i think he was at the one of the ones in the 80s was it 82 did they yeah. win in 82 yeah i think he was at the clinching one in 82 um so that was pretty cool he he i don't know if it was that world series or another one but he did see jim jack jack clark hit one like right over his head not literally over his head but over it flew over his head for a home run um i don't know if it was a walk-off or not but he always tells that story but yeah we were at the clinching game of 06 which was my closing day memory um after a really really rough year that year for me um had a couple deaths in the family so that was a pretty pretty cool and magical moment that year so yeah, it truly was, and mine would have to be actually the opening of the the new bush. Well, can't really call it new now, but um, Albert hitting hitting the home run in his first uh, in his first game at the new bush, and on top of that, we didn't the pitcher that day wasn't it Mark Mulder? Yeah, he had a home didn't, run too. Yeah, he had a home run too. That that was I wasn't at that game, but I remember sitting there watching that like, wow. And then you fast forward to now, we's, we don't even have the pitcher hitting anymore. Yeah. It sucks, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. But, you know, I guess you have to adapt to change. For me, it's going to take a little bit. You know, part of me likes it because pitchers get hurt easier. Part of me doesn't like it. You you, you don't like it. What, what is the main reason why you don't like it, Weez? Well, just the shred. Look, if you're going to be an athlete, if you're going to play, this makes baseball players seem less athletic, right? Oh, can't play because you might get hurt, right? You don't see like running backs saying, "Oh, I can't do a pass play because I might get hurt." You know, it's like if you're going to play baseball, play baseball, play it the right way. If you're going to pitch, hit. 
You know, you should be able to do both. And, and it field. takes out and it takes out the strategy of it, right? Right. Just... I I totally agree with that. And you know, I, we'll get to our predictions here in a second just out there predictions, but um I I don't know if I like certain rules Major League Baseball is putting in there like, you know, the runner on second. Did you like that? I didn't. I surely didn't because it doesn't you don't earn a run that way. You know, the good, you know, for baseball fans, the best part of baseball is probably going to a 23 inning game. Because, again, why? Joe, have you ever been to a 23 inning game? No, but I've watched them. I have been at 18 inning, I think was the longest I was at. And I was like, this is enough. This is enough. And you start getting into this weird stuff where you have random people playing random positions which is fine i kind of like that you know once in a while but the games are too long already and you need to speed it up you the 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 viewers don't want to be sitting around watching four-hour games yeah and they they've talked about speeding up uh, speeding up the game putting in a pitch clock uh the phantom runner on second base to start the 10th inning and i it's just I'm a purist, Weez. Weez. You know what I mean? I, I don't like how many changes are going on in baseball then, but right But you now. just said you like the DH, so you're not a purist. I, I, look, I'm ad- I didn't say – I said I'll adapt to it, and it's going to take a while. You just said you were a purist. I'm a purist. A purist or not people, There are certain people that won't even watch baseball because of it. I'll still watch the game, Weez. You know, I'll ad- like that's adapting to it. Because I've always – I grew up at the old bush, then the new bush. You know, I, I can't just leave the game I love because of a s- stupid rule changes, and they are stupid. The one rule change that won't go into effect till next year, which I do like, is banning shifts. And what I mean by shifts, Weez, you can't have a guy playing in short right field. Joe, we know what shifts are. You just explained shifts no, to me? But, no, but that's extreme shifting. You could still have three guys on the right side. All of them could be on the dirt. I don't care. if You know what? My thing about the shift is learn to hit the ball the other way. That's This is a problem. There's an easy solution for a shift. Hit them where it ain't. That's the old rule in baseball. Hit them where they ain't. Get out of here. Look at the example of Matt Carpenter the one time he decides to bunt down the left field line, and he ends up getting a double out of it. They had been shifting them so far to the right side of the field. He just bunts it down the line and ends up getting a double out of it. You know, my dad always says, oh, the shift ruined Carpenter. No, Carpenter ruined Carpenter because he, he his tendencies are being a pull hitter. Mm-hmm. And that Carpenter wasn't... fell in love with the long ball. Yeah. That's where he had the problem. He wanted, he was like, that year he hit nearly 40 home runs. He's like, mm-hmm. that's what I want to be. I want to be that guy. And then everything flying out, and he just got older, and he got hurt, and he just had warning track power. Bush Stadium is not a home run ballpark like the reason Pujols did well because he's a line drive hitter he hits the ball mm-hmm. low line drives that could get out over the fence right Matt, Matt, Matt Holiday was the same way yeah sorry Matt Adams hits towering fly balls that just hang up there in a poorly circulated air where the you know there's a lot in the new towers and stuff have really affected the air that it just wasn't the play when he his best season he set the record for doubles and that's what he should have been doing. He fell in love with the long ball. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. And it's a dang shame because now he's not even going to make the roster in Texas. So that's that's amazing to me. This guy went from best leadoff hitter in baseball to where he is now. What's the problem, though, Joe? He could only, like, mentally he could only hit leadoff. You moved him down, he didn't work. work. It's like he pigeonholed himself there. He pigeonholed the team because we had to play him. At second base, he wasn't at second base, and we had to play him at first base, and we had to play him in, you know, we, we, he didn't have a position. Mm-hmm. He should have been an American League hitter, in all honesty. A designated hitter is where he should have been playing. But he fell in love with the long ball, and, you know, he, he got behind the uh, home run for, what is it, the uh, homers, homers for kids? Yeah. You know, he was the face of that, and he felt like, Oh, you know, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a 40 home run guy when he really should be a 50 to 60 doubles guy, mm-hmm. leadoff hitter. That's what you want. Yeah, you don't need home runs as a leadoff hitter. You need base runners. Yeah, I, I Matt Carpenter to me is one of the biggest mysteries ever. Yes, he had back injuries, but he didn't mysteries. Help it wasn't a mystery, right? No, he, from he from was me. a he was a little flash in the pan. If you look at his numbers, he only had. Two and a half to three good, great seasons, right? Mm-hmm. Everything else. And then he fell in love with the long ball. He didn't adapt. He didn't learn to go the other way. He wasn't a pure hitter. He was a, a line drive. He was a pull the ball hitter where if, you know, if you want to be considered great, everybody's like, oh, he's a first ballot Cardinals Hall of Famer. I don't think he is. I mean, I think he's one of the most overrated Cardinals of all time. My dad, my dad always claims that he outdid himself. Like he really did outdo himself in terms of what he was capable of. So for those two and a half years, yeah, he really did out, outdo himself. He wasn't a first. Uh, uh, what the hell am I looking for? He wasn't a first uh, draft pick. No, by any he, means, he was a bench player that just exceed. Like he's he's what the Cardinals always have. Like these guys, like. Um, uh, uh, Paul DeYoung could be this guy, right? Where great first season, but you know Carpenter's first couple years were a little rough. He he found it a little bit, but he was a back. Uh, you know he was a utility infielder that just found his way. Hit was hitting, hitting, got into the lineup. You know, there's some guys that are just natural backups that play really good for like a certain amount of time, a la Jordan Biddington. That aren't you know they they were never that wasn't their career path right like right. Bennington's was not he was not drafted to be the Blues starting goalie in four years that was supposed to be Huso I mean Huso was hurt Bennington got the call up like that that wasn't where they projected Jordan Bennington to be he played great for right. a couple months and now he's kind of playing like where you kind of thought he would be a backup goalie in the NHL. Exactly. They're exactly. just some people that always outperform, right? I always thought Mark Bolger was That's, that way, right? Mark Bolger was a backup quarterback that got in a really good system, and it it proved that they had to limit the office. He wasn't what Kurt Warner was. Kurt Warner was the opposite, though. Here's a uh, you know backup. Never thought it was a mount that ended up having that potential. Kind of you mm-hmm. know, there's uh, there it really goes well. that way. Yeah, he went to Arizona and did really well too. But yeah. Yeah, um, that's where I I was gonna put in there Cardinals wise, St. Louis Cardinals wise. I think they the years that they've succeeded, okay, and they've won the World Series in the last 15, 16 years. 
I, in my opinion, they they happen to have those guys coming off the bench that you have your your main guys like a Pujols, Rollins, Edmonds, yeah. uh, Beltron, Berkman, those guys. But you also have these guys that happen to come off the bench uh, that are able to hit in the timely manner. You need just so happen to go on. like Matt yeah. Adams was crucial. We needed we needed pop off the bench something. Yeah. You know, that's just something you need. You need to have depth. You need to have a guy that can, you know, provide a little umph when in a in a big spot. Mm-hmm. That's what they've always had. One thing um, I, I'd say St. Louis fans do, like, you know, Joe, the best, you know, he's a B-fib, a best fan in baseball. He's a, okay, okay. He's a lounger. He loves everybody. They, um, they fall in love with players here, and they, like, think they're, like, I was like, the Blues made a huge deal about Carl Gunnarsson coming back, right? Yeah. Like this, they're like this. Uh, they tweeted out after the win last. Uh, was it last? Yeah. This, this one's for Carl. for Carl. And I'm like, okay. First of all, I know he scored a big goal. He scored an overtime Stanley Cup goal. All right, that's a big goal. But he was a he was a defender that was in and out of your lineup all the time. Exactly. You know, it's like he was <laughs> it like, and we're coming back. We're giving him a standing ovation. I was like. Most of the time, everybody's like, "Get him out of there!" And then they, you know, he was, he was like, he's Nico Mikola right now. <laughs> well, and, and Luis, I, did you see the video that he, they had him coming out of the bathroom <laughs> in his suite? They had him coming out of his bathroom in the suite, which I thought was so funny. I didn't see that. No. Of, well, remember Chiefs? Oh yeah, 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 wanting, yeah, 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 wanting uh, another chance. But he almost got benched, right? You know, it's like it's, he needed to, you know, he had to go take a leak and prove himself that he could still do it. But, I mean, I grant he's on a world championship team, but it's like this is what St. Louis fans do is they fall in love with these guys and, oh, we need this guy back. We need this guy back. You know, this team was so much better when we had this guy. Oh, Bo Meester. That was another one. Uh, they, You know, they said, oh, this we're really missing Bo Meester. Well, no, first of all, everybody hated Bo Meester in the lounge. The lounge, this is why you know they're not true. Bo Meester was a solid defender. We were, we are missing Bo Meester. It wasn't, if Bo Meester was the solid guy that made Pareko play well. He could cover for Pareko's mistakes. Now, who's covering for Pareko Scandella. is supposed to, Pareko is supposed to be what Bo Meester is. Solid, always reliable, and he's not. Agreed. Agreed. You bring up the Cardinals and certain people getting overrated. What happened to Alan Craig? What he was happen? another guy. Oh, he got hurt. He like literally broke an ankle and never yeah, really fully like recovered. Never, never was able to be the same again. Just think but of see, that if he would have stayed healthy. Or that's where I want to get into this is the fact that the we've always had those steady, reliable guys in the middle part of our lineups, especially. The first couple batters, one and two, have come and go. But three, four, five, we always relied on a core set of guys. Yeah. Recent years, we really haven't had that. I think that's what Goldschmidt and Arenado are supposed to be. Yeah, we get Pujols back now. We'll see what happens there with the DH. But He'll be we, number five, bet number five. I'm yeah, pretty sure. Uh, I, would, I would figure he'd probably be in the five hole. That would be a solid, very solid Goldschmidt, Arenado, and Pujols. That would be pretty awesome to see that, with even with Pujols' age being what it is. I think it'll be pretty awesome to see those three. 
uh, in three, four, five, or two, three, four, however Cardinals want to do it. <laughs> but we'll see. Uh, yeah. It's just something I think the Cardinals have always relied on was having that those core guys. And then you happen to get the pop off the bench a lot uh, over the last 15, 16 years. Uh, I don't know. It's just even back to the 80s, uh, they probably had the same thing. But uh, we we missed that in the 90s and early, early 2000s. But anyways, yeah, we, we don't really have those core set of guys quite yet, but we'll see how this year goes. Yeah, and I believe Dylan Carlson, like you said, or I don't know if you said it, but if you didn't, you should have. Dylan Carlson's going to be a part of the score for a long time. Tiger O'Neill, probably. So, who knows? But, um, before we get out of here tonight, um, today, I want to actually ask we or Luke a few mm-hmm. of these, and I'll ask Weez when he gets back. A few of these trivia questions. How good are you with baseball trivia? Uh, it depends. Depends on how how far back we go and uh, what kind of questions they are, but... I you get to... you get uh, choices with this though. Okay, you know, I might be so able to pull this off. It, it'll help. Okay, who was the first major league player to pitch a ball over a hundred miles an hour? Here are your choices: Dwight Gooden, Roger Clemens, Nolan Ryan, Tom Seaver. I'm gonna say Nolan Ryan. Ding ding ding! You are correct. Go. Um, that's between him and Seaver, but. Because I figure Roger Clemens was too late. I figured somebody before him. So, what Baltimore Orioles manager was elected or was ejected from a uh, record ninety-one games? You get these choices: Earl Weaver, Paul Richards, Mike Hargrove, Hank Bauer. I'm gonna say Hank Bauer. Wrong. Earl Weaver. You should actually, I'll send you a video of one of his ejections. It's hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Um, what are we doing here? We're doing baseball. We're doing, uh, we're doing a uh, Joe, Joe knows knows. baseball trivia, and I'm, I'm trying to stump Luke. I'll ask you, Weez. All right. I'll start with uh, he, this one here. Who is the first major league ball player to pitch a ball over 100 miles an hour? Dwight Gooden, Roger Clemens, Nolan Ryan, or Tom Seaver? Oh, it might be Seaver, but uh, it's probably Nolan Ryan. You're right if you say Nolan Ryan. Is that yeah. your final answer? Yeah. That's, well, you just said if I say no, that. No, no, no. <laughs> Thanks, yeah, Regis. I hope, yeah, what if Regis did that? <laughs> All what right, if Randy Carriker did that? What, what, yeah. uh, what Baltimore Orioles manager was ejected from record 91 games? Earl Weaver, Paul Richards, Mike Hargrove, or Hank Bauer? It's Earl Weaver all day. Ding, ding, ding. Um, which pitcher had no right hand? Guy Hecker. No. Jim Colburn. Jim Abbott. It's Jim or Abbott. Stubby Clap. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I kind of, when I when I saw that, I'm like, yep, they're going to get that pretty quick. Uh, did the, he, how did he get his glove off? Didn't he put the glove on his, I guess you can say nub. I'm sorry, but. On the nub he side. had it sitting there where it would sit like that, and yeah. then he could just quickly put his hand in. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Oh, that's right. Okay. 
I'm sorry. I was imagining it wrong off the bat. Should Go I ahead. let Luke have a chance to answer some of these? Yeah. yeah. I, I answered I, the first two. Yeah. yeah. That, that was the first so one. That's why I Are we buzzing in? Two. Sorry, I had to take a call, so I no, missed the rules, I, I, Regis. Let's buzz in for now on. Okay. Okay. Um, the Brooklyn Dodgers nickname originally referred to. Okay. We dodging do- dodging trolley cars. Ding ding ding! You are correct without the options. Congratulations! All right, Randy Character. <laughs> <laughs> All right, both of you should get this one. What is the name of the fictitious minor league baseball team on The Simpsons? Ding this ding one. ding ding ding. Weez. Luke, do you know this one? I I, I don't want to see it. I'm blanking on it. Right the now, Springfield Isotopes. Ding ding ding. Oh, but they could be the Albuquerque Isotopes. Which is the actual team. They were going to move the team to Albuquerque in the show. It's a great episode. Homer goes on a hunger strike. And then, and then, the actual Albuquerque minor league team changed their name to the Isotopes. Oh. I didn't know that. Who was the first reliever elected into the Hall of Fame? Raleigh Fingers, Goose Gossage, Dennis Eckersley, or Hoyt Wilhelm? Come on, Luke. You just heard this one earlier today. I saw your Facebook post. Oh, yeah. You know what? Let me do my research. Hang on, Joe. Let me answer this. Hang on. Hang on. I'm going to say it is Raleigh Fingers. You are wrong. (laughs) I'm wrong. Yeah, you are wrong. Well, I thought was that the first closer? Is it Goose Gossage? Is he no, the first? No, it's it's Hoyt Wilhelm. Oh, oh, dang, <laughs> dang it, old balls, dang it, old balls. Yeah, well, he was wrong. Um, the MLB Comeback Player of the Year award was developed as a part of a sponsorship agreement involving what product? Wheaties, Energizer, Coke, Viagra. Viagra. You are right. Yeah, I was going to say. Let's go. Viagra. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't believe that. I really could not believe that. Your dick's making a comeback. Your yeah. dick's making a comeback, Joe. Think about it. Come on. <laughs> Joe. What you, San you, Francisco? Hold on, hold on, Joe. Joe, do you need to get a prescription before uh, April 18th? <laughs> no. No. Are you sure? I don't. I'm, I'm I confident don't. there, Joe. Luke, I, Luke I don't. you know, as, as the... <laughs> You know he's a bottom. Does he need one? How many more of these can you guys do? How many more of these do we want to do? We can go all day. Yeah. All right. All right. Which San Francisco Giants player once hit a home run but didn't score? Benji Molina, Aaron Rowan, Randy Wynn, John Bowker. Benji Molina. You are right. I remember that came coming up on Yahoo one time a few years back. It was something to do. I forgot what the ruling on that was. I, I forgot exactly the situation, but he didn't he like hit the home run and then he missed the base or something. I thought. Yeah. So I called him out. I thought that's what it was. But anyways, let's continue. Which what player won the American League MVP award in 1989 without making the All Star team? Robin Yount, Ferguson Jenkins, Kevin Mitchell, Jose Canseco. Hmm. Jose Canseco. 
Weez, you got a you got a guess? I think it's Kevin Mitchell. Wrong, Robin Yount. I was shocked when I, I I was looking at these earlier and I was trying to answer them. I was shocked when that was the right answer. <laughs> Interesting. So, what famous criminal uh, was once a professional baseball player? Ted Bundy, Lucky Luciano, Al Capone, or John Dillinger? A professional baseball player? Yes. Uh, I th- uh, Lukey, what, what, what's his name? The second one. It's Lu- Luciano, but nope, you're wrong. Is it Capone? Luke? No. Who who was the last one? Uh, John Dillinger. I'm going to go with John Dillinger. You are right. It just sounded like a baseball player to me anyways. I just figured, you know what, a couple, uh, couple trivia questions. It is opening opening day week, and it's getting that time of year, man. I'm excited. I'm really excited. Um, I know need, we can't. Do you right? need some? Do you need some Viagra for that excitement, there, Joe? Um, no, no, I don't. <laughs> sorry, I had to say it. I'm sorry. I know. So, were these hard enough for you, Weez? These questions? Some were a little obscure. Give me like, give us two more. All right, two more. fine. I will. I just didn't give know us like a baseball one, not like this random. Joe, that was a weird question to ask him after a Viagra question, though. I know. Yeah, I well. I asked you if you wanted Viagra, and then you go, were those hard enough for you? <laughs> Sorry. <Okay. laughs> I know. <laughs> Let's ask two more questions here, Joe. All right. Who was the first woman to call a nationally televised MLB playoff game? Jessica Mendoza, Lauren Shahadi, Alana Rizzo, or Heidi Watney? Uh, it's got to be Jessica, right? Luke, you got you to guess? Who uh who was the second one? Uh Lauren Shahadi. I'm gonna go with her. You are wrong and Weez is right. Of course. Jessica Mendoza. How long was the shortest game in Major League Baseball history? Hour and thirty three hour and thirty three minutes. Right? Hour and fifteen minutes, fifty one minutes, hour and one minute. Hour and one minute. Hour fifty. I'm uh, Luke. Hour fifteen. Fifty-one minutes, actually. Really? Let's get back to those. I, I what? I, what caused it to be fifty-one minutes? Was it I will read this for duel? you. Actually, um, so yeah, yeah. On September twenty-eighth, nineteen nineteen, the New York Giants defeated the Philadelphia Phillies sixty-six uh, to one in just fifty-one minutes. It was 1919. No games were on TV. No games were on radio. You don't have commercial breaks. You just played. <laughs> the pitchers hit. There's no There's no bullpen. It's just how it was. Mm-hmm. True. Yep. So, two more here. Who is the only pitcher in Major League history to record both 200 wins and 150 saves? Dennis Eckersley? John Mar- Smoltz. Wow. We used- I think- I think I'm going to agree with him on that one. <laughs> nice. Nice, nice, nice. Who, uh, one more. Who is the only Braves player to have played for the organization on all three cities it has called home? Eddie Matthews, Warren Spahn, Hank Aaron, Bobby, Bob Elliott. I think it's Hank Aaron. 
So I thought that too originally, but uh, Luke, do you have a guess here? So where were the four options? Yeah, where, where were the four options? Ed, Eddie Matthews, Warren Spahn, Hank Aaron, Bob Elliott. I'm going to go Warren Spahn. That's a good guess. That's honestly who I was going to go with as well. But I have a feeling I might be wrong. Eddie Matthews. Hmm. All right. Yeah, so, yeah, I just found these. I was just looking useful trivia, and it came up, so. Well, it was about time you've done something. You got off your lazy ass <laughs> and but, done but, something to contribute to this show. Well, yeah, obviously. But I, I will say, Weez, um, is that the kind of Joe knows you would expect me to come up with? Because well, just ripping somebody off you on, the, on the internet. Yeah, that's exactly. You just Google no no effort. <laughs> you just find the first article, and that's what that's yeah. That's the effort I imagine. <laughs> took five minutes away from your PlayStation so you could go on and and figure these out. Oh, he's sneezing again. I sneeze. He mute him. He didn't. He mute didn't himself. mute himself. There he, there he is. is. We don't know what you're saying, Joe. You're muted. I've never had to sneeze before. No, I never had to when talking on the mic, ever. This is like the first day I've had allergy issues doing this show. So pardon me if I screw up. <laughs> but um, predictions, boys, predictions. What do you guys think? Uh, playoff team? Cardinals? The Central's pretty weak, so if they're not, it there's is. issues. I would say they're at least a wild card contention team. At least. You never know with the uh, who's big this year. Not the Cubs, not the Pirates, and not Cin- it's Cincinnati up Milwaukee. there. Milwaukee. Who's big Milwaukee. for you, Larry? Who's big for me on the Cardinals? Yeah, just who's big for you this year? You just said, <laughs> is Joe big for you? Not. <laughs> you, can get, you can get a little more Viagra in him. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, look. The only thing I question in terms of winning division is, you know, Milwaukee's pitching. Can they hold up? So it's going to be interesting. So same, thing, same question with the Cardinals, honestly. Yep. yep. So, so um, those are my. Two. I think there'll be a video later today coming up, uh, m- talking more about it anyway. For uh, Luke Cash Money Pearl, for Weezer Weir, I am Joe Hamilton coming to you from the King Weez Production Studios. Um, until next week. Have a great week, everybody, and enjoy the festivities on Thursday. I'm done. Bum, bum.